Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Good morning and welcome to Leading Off with True Blue LA. It is Tuesday, November 8th, and I'm your host, Eric Steven, uh, back at you with another episode uh, one day after our last one. Um, uh, The Dodgers have two people who finished in the top three of some big awards that were announced on Monday. Uh, I thought they would have had uh, a third. We'll get to the one who missed, uh, but first, uh, the ones who are in the top three. I'm avoiding using the term finalist as much as possible because it's not like it's a new vote uh, among the remaining candidates. The vote was finished long ago. These are just revealing uh, the top three finishers and trying to uh, get uh, two shows out of it, basically uh, trying to juice it a little bit. But uh, that's, uh, you know, whatever. It, it beats some of the other programming that's on MLB Network sometimes. But... Um, First up, National League Cy Young Award, Julio Urias, uh, sort of as expected, I think, um, is in the top three for National League uh, Cy Young. He's there along with Sandy Alcantara and uh, of the Marlins and Max Fried of the Braves. Uh, Urias uh, will finish uh, better than last year when he was tied for seventh. He got three f- uh, fifth place votes last year. He was, uh, you know, twenty and three, really good year. First like full season as a starter, and he was great. Um, but just there was a lot of competition last year. I mean, his own teammates, um, Max Scherzer uh, finished third, Walker Bueller finished fourth. So like, you know, he was he was face Urias was facing an uphill battle. I think this year, sort of, and this award. Um, 
at least his placement in it, is another example of uh, the growth of Urias over the last you know few years. Um, he's sort of had the reins taken off after like years of like, kid glove treatment. Plus, he was hurt. Um, the, basically, the last two seasons, and it's really three if you count the truncated 2020 season. He's been a regular starter pretty much the whole time. I know he did obviously did the hybrid roles in the 2020 postseason, famously closing out uh, the NLCS and the World Series with lengthy uh, relief appearances. But uh, he has been the Dodgers' most consistent and best starter over that span um, in total. Uh, he was the game one starter this year after being, you know, the game or was going to be the game three starter, or I guess was uh, the game three starter last year. Uh, the third game of the playoffs. I know the Dodgers started out with the wild card. It sort of threw a wrench into that. But uh, this year, uh, Urias led the National League in ERA and ERA+. Plus. Um, that said, I, I do think Alcantara is going to win this award. I think um, he wasn't that too far behind Urias and uh, ERA. It was 216 to 228. But the innings di- difference is just super large. 30% more innings than Urias did. Um Put another way, so Alcantara basically had Julio Urias' season, plus that of a very good relief pitcher, uh, 268 ERA in 53 and two-thirds innings, and that was the how many more innings he pitched than Urias. Now, you could say Urias pitched for a contender, Alcantara did not, but I think, you know, it's important to point out too, I mean, Urias gets credit for that, right, I guess, in, in a way, like he for, if he pitches in like more important games, I guess, but... Um, it's an individual award, and Alcantara made a bad team good when he was on the mound. So uh, that's that's why he's up for it, and I, I think he's going to win. Um, Max Fried, again, is the other one. It's very possible that you know Fried finishes second and Urias third, but either way, Urias is going to finish higher than last year. Uh, the winners for Cy Young will be announced next Wednesday, November 16th. Uh, all the BBWAA awards are spread over four days. Um, beginning with Rookie of the Year on Monday. Uh, on Tuesday, next week, the 16th, Manager of the Year is announced, and Dave Roberts is in the top three there, um, uh, along with uh, Buck Showalter of the Mets, Brian Snicker of the Braves. So if you look at it, uh, those three managers were the led the, the three winningest teams in the National League this year. Roberts had 111 wins with the Dodgers, 101 wins each for Showalter and Brian Snicker. All three also lost their first playoff series. Um, uh, Snicker and the Braves uh, had the tiebreaker over um, the Mets, and they won the division. So the Mets were relegated to wild card status, and the Padres beat them. Then they beat the Dodgers, and the Phillies outlasted the Braves in the NLDS. So a reminder, though, uh, all the voting for every uh, baseball writer award is done before the postseason starts. So another candidate who I thought might have been in the top three was Rob Thompson. Uh, he took over the Phillies on June 2nd uh, when they were 22-29 and 29 and fired Joe Girardi. They were 65-46 and 46 under Thompson. That's a 586 winning percentage. Uh, that is also worse than uh, Roberts, Showalter, and Snicker had over a full season, so you sort of get it. But he obviously made a big difference there and obviously made to the World Series. But again, votes were done before. The postseason, um, tremendous comeback story for Thompson, though, uh, and he got a well-deserved extension out of it rather than just being the interim manager. So that's good. Um, I thought uh, Freddie Freeman would be in the top three in National League MVP, although that's that's a much like uh, 
a little more wide open is not the right term. There's just a lot of candidates, I guess. Um, but the top three for the award uh, is a pair of Cardinals, Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado, and then Manny Machado of the Padres. I think Goldschmidt's going to win, but, uh, you know, have no real uh, – I'm not – I don't know how confident I am in that. I think you can vote. You can probably argue for like four or five different people to win that award, including Freeman, I think. But I do think Goldschmidt's going to end up winning. Maybe Machado too. Who knows? But it's going to be interesting to see how it sort of ends up. Um, not just for Freeman among the Dodgers, but Mookie Betts and Trey Turner would imagine at least Freeman and Betts in the top ten. Maybe Trey Turner as well. Um, that doesn't happen all that often, I don't think. I guess I'll have to look into that. Um, the um, MVP is the last one of the group uh, next week. That's a Thursday, November 17th. Uh, so that's what to look forward to uh, then. But yeah, now, so we know the top three finishers in each one. Uh, the Dodgers didn't have anyone in, in Rookie of the Year. Um, I don't think they expected one because they barely had any rookies. Like um, Miguel Vargas played the most. Um, outside of that, uh, James Outman, I guess, really was really awesome, but he only played four games. So. Hard to really uh, win that. Hey, but, um, at least for, I think, with Vargas, too, um, both of them have rookie status next year. So, hey, maybe they'll have someone next year. Who knows? But we'll talk about some non-awards things uh, and other stuff uh, after the break. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, uh, no Dodgers roster decisions just yet. I know we uh, yesterday's podcast, we... We talked about sort of where the roster stood, what what's going to happen. Uh, there's some options and qualifying offer stuff to come over the next few days. None of that's come out yet. Uh, there has been some sort of trickling across MLB of some roster stuff. Uh, all options, like per the CBA, must be decided within five days of the World Series. So that means Thursday is a deadline. That's also the day for qualifying offers. Um, some options have already been decided. They, they, that's, they sort of trickle out this way. Big names hit the market on Monday. I guess that maybe the decisions were on, came on Sunday. The uh, MLBPA announced, uh, several, uh, on Monday morning, uh, Jacob deGrom most notably opted out of his deal with the Mets. Um, Carlos Correa opted out with the twins. So did Carlos Rodon of the Giants. Um, Perhaps more relevant to the Dodgers' interest if they're not going to be swimming in the the deep waters of the Correa, Trey Turner uh, shortstop uh, market. Uh, Xander Bogarts opted out of the uh, his Red Sox contract, so he's a free agent too. So th- those three plus Dansby Swanson make for a pretty compelling 
Uh, shortstop market, that'll be interesting to see. Uh, the Dodgers definitely need a shortstop. Um, where they get it is going to be interesting. Um, I guess the other thing is uh, there's a few, few other notes items here, and this is more uh, for next month, but it's sort of setting the stage. Uh, the Hall of Fame announced uh, an eight-player ballot uh, from the contemporary era, which includes players who did most of their work uh, since 1980. Um, this is like the current iteration of the old veterans committee, uh, which now focuses on different eras each year. So they sort of split it into groups. Um, there's no primary Dodgers among the eight, except Fred McGriff played for them. He's the only one, uh, who in 2003 he did, he might have a decent chance to get in this year. You need, uh, 12 out of 16. I don't believe the hall of fame's press release had the identities of the 16 voters. They will announce that at some point. Um, but just like the the writer's ballot, uh, it's a much larger pool for that one. But you need 75%, and that's only 12 out of 16 here. Uh, the voters in these can vote for up to three players, so it's not like they can just cram a bunch of people in. Uh, they have to sort of be judicious somewhat with their votes. Former Dodgers manager Don Mattingly is also on the list for his playing career. Um uh, didn't play for the Dodgers, but then you have uh, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Kurt Schilling, all of whom were just on the BBWA ballot just last year. Um, I believe Jay Jaffe had this uh, noted that uh, they waived the. Uh, there's usually, I think, going forward, there's going to be more of a buffer uh, between uh, if you're just coming off the BBWA ballot. Uh, as as far as when you're eligible to be on one of the like the current era ballot, but as for now, they're on. Uh, have a hard time seeing. I mean, for various reasons, I guess more so Bonds and Clemens, and then also Rafael Palmero, who um, is also tied to PEDs. Um, those Bonds, Clemens, Palmero, like have a hard time seeing those getting elected. Kurt Schilling is sort of um, called out all the writers for for um, you know not voting him in, saying he doesn't want to be on the Hall of Fame ballot. We'll see how, how he's uh, perceived by a different uh, group here, a smaller, uh, not just writers, but like, um, you know, broadcasters, um, hall, some Hall of Famers, that sort of thing. We'll see how that goes. Others on the ballot, Dale Murphy, Albert Bell. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. That that comes in the winter meetings, December 4th, the results of that. That's the first day of the winter meetings. Um, a little bit later in the winter meetings, which this year are in San Diego on December 6th, is the first ever draft lottery um, part of the new CBA. I mean, it's always weird. They, they put it in as sort of an anti-tanking measure, except for the fact that, like, unlike, say, basketball or football, um, you know, and, and more so basketball, especially, like, one player in basketball can, like, turn around your franchise. Like, one great player. In baseball, there's no one coming in for immediate help ever. And it always takes time. And then in baseball, it's more about like if you have, you know, the higher the picks you have, the bigger draft pool you're going to have for your total pool and that, that sort of thing and how you sort of use that money. But it's never about like first pick. It's more about like how you set up your draft pool. However, how it's set up is so all 18 teams that miss the playoffs, um, they all have a chance at the number one pick. Um, the worst three records, uh, this year were, were the Nats, A's and Pirates. Uh, they all have a 16 and a half percent chance for that pick. And then Reds are next 13.2%. Royals are at 10%. 
all the way down to 0.2% for the Brewers, who were the last team uh, looking in. They had the best record among non-playoff teams. So the way the lottery works, uh, and again, it's first of its kind, um, MLB draws for the first six picks of the draft, and then the rest of the draft is just inverse order of record like usual. Um, and then every round is the same after that. So um, that's that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out, you know. It, it, there's never there's never a quick fix by the draft, but it, it it's just going to be interesting to see how much of a spectacle they try to make of that, and if it's going to be popular, who knows? But uh, I guess when the NFL draft started uh, back in like what eighty one or eighty two or something, it was like basically a hotel ballroom, and uh, they're like, why are we? His people at ESPN are like, why are we televising? There, why do you want to televise this? I believe was the the old line that the NFL asked when ESPN said, hey, we want to televise this, but you never know. Not saying it's going to end up being that, but um, it's the first of its kind, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll have another episode later this week when all the sort of roster stuff gets sorted out. There's the the four Dodgers options, most notably Justin Turner, plus qualifying offers, most notably Trey Turner. Uh, and then among Trey Turner also uh, made some news on, on Monday. His agency... Um, uh, sent out a video, like a hype video, a sizzle reel, as it were, narrated by John Hamm. Um, CAA Baseball is uh, uh, Turner's agency, and it was it was kind of a you know kind of a dorky, fun video, but you know whatever, it was kind of dorky. We could you could pick it apart. He mentioned elite defense. I don't know if that's true, um, but like in general, it was pretty fun, and it was it was also fun on Twitter seeing Mad Men jokes uh, for a while after that was out. But, uh, you know, until we have another episode of uh, Leading Off later this week, you can uh, watch the Trey Turner video over and over again and to tide you over. But uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we'll be back with you um, later in the week. (laughs) 